you don't need to speak a certain way. You don't need to be like, I'm going to speak with a baritone voice and speak like this or like, whoa, like get energy. I need to be in state. It's like, you are state. You're your own state. You are the fuel to your own fire. What's up, guys? You're listening to Getting Mental with Luke Ray. And we're here to help your mental health. I'm not cutting that out. It's going to stay there and having fun doing it. (laughs) I'm here live from my mum's basement. And today we are Getting Mental with James. This is the very first episode of the podcast. James, what's cracking? Dude, thank you. I I feel very honored to be the first, first like, guest. This is huge. Huge, man. Equipment and everything here. Got the camera the microphone right here so dude I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll and uh yeah. thanks for joining dude yeah thank you thank you for the invite so tell us what does james do yeah so what i, I pretty much i help people that are lost or you know ungrounded or you know people that really want to say have that life that they've always felt to be true within themselves uh through frequency induced meditation so that's 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 what I do. Yeah. That's epic, man. So kind of starting from square one, if we were to talk about frequency meditation, what is, what has been your journey to this? You know, we don't always yes. come in the world choosing the, the passions that we have, but so what's led you to this moment to what you're doing now? Oh, uh, great question. Uh, I would just say the question of why, you know, uh, growing up, I had the, and I say the privilege, it might sound a little bit funny, but I had the privilege of having my parents actually split up uh, when I was about three or four, three to four, five years old. And my father was very much go to school, get a degree, you know, not very forceful uh, like some other parents. In fact, amazing, amazing parents, but he was very traditional. And then my mom was very much like do what you love kind of, I would, I used to use the term hippie but more, uh, more alternative, I would say, or just a little bit follow what makes you happy, you know? And for whatever reason, I had that question of why, you know, in, in high school. Uh, and that led me to, I was nearly going to do a psychology uh, degree because I was curious around why people did things. You know, why am I wearing, you know, why am I into basketball? Like, why do I love basketball? Like, why do you love creating social content and, and you know, the anxiety, uh, you know, um, industry, you know, in the mental health industry? Like, why, why do people like red? Why do people like blue? I just, I don't know, kind of, it's a bit strange, but I just was always, that was always there. And I would say I was always a, I wanted to be different to my friends and the path that I was on. I, I, I grew up in a very privileged uh, place here in the Eastern suburbs in Sydney, Australia. Went to a private boys school, you know, boarded, had amazing friendships, uh, amazing group of boys and amazing education. However, a lot of the, uh, that consciousness, a lot of people were just going down that route of uh, uni, get a job. And I saw, I was doing an internship in my third, fourth year. And I remember seeing and hearing guys, not only my internship, but people that were in years above me, even, you know, my brother's friends, who's he's five, six years older than me and just seeing things on Facebook, or whatever, like kind of, and, you know, going out on the weekends, people not really enjoying their lives as much as they used to, you know, during uni days 
you know. I remember this guy saying to me, man, stay in uni as long as possible. Because when because when uni ends, your life ends, you know. And I was like, well, fuck, that's that's not right, you know. That just doesn't make sense to me. So there was that question, and then also another friend uh, of mine that I trained with and that I kind of hung out with, and he also thought a little bit different. He uh, he introduced me to a guy by the name of Tony Robbins. Uh, <laughs> all I need is within me now. Every day, every way. I'm every day. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I read Awaken the Giant Within. Uh, it's, ama- it's an amazing book, a really amazing book. And that opened the, the floodgates for me, man. That just like, that changed me, you know? So, and then that led me to uh, a bit of NLP, not too much. Uh, it led, led me to the network marketing industry. So I was, I got involved in that and they have a massive mindset, personal growth component to it. that's built in within the company. Yeah. Uh, and it just it forced me to get uncomfortable my ambition and my desire to create freedom for myself uh in all spectrums is what drove me to say get uncomfortable face my fears read books do things differently uh, even in the face of s- some like hardships you know because i was 21 at the time so most most blokes back then even i was you know sink and piss having a good time you know getting on it on the weekends and you know, talking about it on Sunday morning of recovery and having a good time playing FIFA, you know, playing COD. It was great times. Loved it. So good. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of how it all started. Wow, man. Um, and that's what, let, and, you know, there's, there's a lot more in there, but that, that's kind of the beginning phase and what really sparked that search. I would yeah. say the search. Yeah. I think everyone has... You know, there's there's certain people. You know, and people are what they are. They they do what they do. Some people are just very curious from a younger age. You know, what you've just shared there, it's the same for me. I always thought similar when I was younger. I'm like, why, why is this person doing this? Even as a you know a teenager and a 12 year old, even me and my dad, we would sit down and we would watch people walk past and would say, where's this person going? What are they doing? You know, what's you know what what emotion are they feeling? And we would just sit there and observe people and people watch, and even before that, I've always been very curious as to why people do what they do. And, you know, that often leads to one path or a few paths, but one in particular in my mind, which is, uh, you know, either psychology or personal development, like Tony Robbins and all that kind of stuff. So when, when you went to, you know, the personal development realm, Tony Robbins and, and, you know, Grant Cardone, all those kind of people. Yeah. So why aren't you still there? Uh, yeah, good question. So for people that don't know, uh, I don't, I no longer say kind of preach, um, you know, Tony Robbins work. I used to sell his programs for about two and a half years, like out of just, I don't know how it happened, but I, I ended up working for an events company that sold his stuff here in Australia. But look, I think it just, the reason, how do I put it? I, you know, at the end of the day, it just, I, I grew, you know, and I think uh, for me at the time, it served me on my path, on my journey, and it taught me a hell of a lot. Like, do not get me wrong. What I learned from Tony, uh, from sales, from success resources, uh, all that stuff, you need it. Like, it's really, you actually need it. It's not Mm -hmm. like his stuff isn't important. 
it is important. It's really important. Uh, you know, the, even with, you know, the, the tools around anxiety and the tools around, um, you know, talk therapy and uh, observation, all, all those things, really important. But to put it simple, I just wasn't happy with the results I was getting with my life. And I don't like, it's actually quite interesting because I didn't want to admit that just then, but that's the reality, you know, and for whatever reason, whether you call it a feeling, intuition, and this is where we get a little bit um, etherical, but there was just this pull and this desire to work with this bloke, um, Mars, over in the States, because I remember I did one of his sessions, it was recording, and, you know, I had all of this emotion come up within 15 minutes, and this, yeah, this, um, this feeling, and it just felt real, you know, and it felt like I was home. And that's where, that's why I started to, and it, it didn't, it didn't happen straight away. I, I got into frequency induced meditation uh, in two, 2016. I did it for about a month and I was meditating anyway, but this was just, you know, this kind of specifics, again, just a little, you know, a little deeper than just say, um, oh, that's, I mean, it incorporates mindfulness and say frequency. So, but anyway, I, I didn't really dive into it until the end of 2019, mid 2019. And in between that, I dived into breath work, all sorts of personal development, spiritual development, business development, workshops and coaches. And uh, it was just a feeling, man. And I, I don't know, for whatever reason, I don't know why the fuck I hung, hung in there, to be frank, because anyone looking from the outside in would have thought, bro, you're an idiot. Like you've got a great job, you know, you, you, you have that ambition, you're charismatic, you're confident, you know, you're not afraid to go and approach people for business purposes. You're not afraid to approach women. Like you, I had, I had built myself up. Right. And so when I went into this and I started to say, let go of those ambitions, uh, I didn't, no one said it to me, but I kind of felt like there might've been a question mark, like, is he okay? Uh, and the reality, and it's funny because when I first started at Tony Robbins, I, my mates, I, sh I changed and my mates were like, fuck, is he okay? <laughs> like, Maka, like, are you good? Like, and I was like, yeah, man, I'm the best I've ever been. Like, okay. Uh, and the same deal, you know, mm. I was, I, I, I had no desire for goals. I had no desire for, and this is skipping a lot. I had struggled. Mm. I, it, I had to battle with this. This was like huge because I'd learned about, you know, you need to set goals. You need to strive for them. You got to like, that's the key. Goals, goals, goals. Yeah. One year, five year, yeah. 10 year, yeah. 20 year, 40 yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like progression is the, the recipe to happiness. Mm. You're not progressing, you're dying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and again, you know, I would say it was my spirit or my essence, my higher self or, you know, my, my heart, for whatever reason, kept me there. And it was the best decision I've ever made, ever made. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, I think that there's, you know, for me, the biggest realization that I've had, especially this week and just speaking to people and, and connecting with people mm -hmm. in what I'm doing it's a lot about understanding that sometimes you aren't in control and there's great power to that. 
always thought that, you know, especially, especially, right. And you can relate to this. The personal development stuff is all about, you have 100% control over your life. You can yeah. choose whatever the F you want to do yeah. and you can choose your emotions. You can choose anything. Yeah. And you know, that, that ties back into the incantations, right? It's like every day and every way I'm feeling like we'd run around parks, like you and I we used to not together, but separately. That's so crazy yeah. that you did that. And I did that. <laughs> So when I was 17, bro, like I was running yeah, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. down the park just over here. And I was, I was running around and like, whoa, every day. And every day like, going whoa. <laughs> so good. And that, that came from the idea and, you know, I think it's, has its benefits to a point, but that came yeah. with the idea yeah. that I'm in complete fucking control of whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah. Now I think that's empowering to a degree, you know, to a, to about this level here. And it taught me that I could, you know, do whatever I want, but that also disempowered me because it made me think that if I, you know, because sometimes you don't know what you want. Sometimes you just, you gotta listen to that weird feeling inside your boy that tells you, dude, you gotta be a meditation teacher. Dude, you gotta talk about mental health. Dude, you gotta do this. And it might be right for right now. And it might not be right for five, 10 years from now. So, you know, for, I think for about the first maybe nine years of doing this since I was 14 to, you know, actually, you know what, not even nine years from 14 through to last year, I had that same mindset and I'm just realizing it now on this, on this live, right. On the zoom call. And in my mind, I, you know, I, I kept thinking that if I desired to be a multimillionaire, then it's simple, Luke, just write some goals out, aim towards those results and just keep doing that. It's going to work, but it would never work. It would never fucking work. And what you said then really resonated to me. And to add to it, often the power is knowing that you're not in control and that intuition, your inner tuition is what's going to guide you to what is right for you. So that's what happened with you, right? You had this, this experience, this sounds very similar to mine of going through this personal development industry and having that mindset of, I can do anything. And yep. then realizing and that to commit and also commit yes you know you create your vision of your life and you commit to it you know the failure isn't an option yes and if you fail it's your fault you know you're you fucked up and you, and you gave up you gave up right and also to add you were saying you know oh it didn't work like i was trying to be a millionaire and it didn't work or make a lot of money it didn't work mm. you know there'd be and and there's no there's no um I don't want to say this with malice, but again, there would be some people out there who'd be like, well, you didn't try hard enough. You know, you didn't, you weren't flexible sure. enough. You weren't, you know, you didn't use the right tools and the right systems, which is true. They're, that is true. But, and sorry to interject, but no, there, there's a, a brilliant idea that's, that you've shared with this. And it's like, you, most people don't know what they want. And what if, what if, what we read in personal development, and I'm not trying to dis, I mean, let's fuck it. Let's just get rid of personal development. Yeah. What if the goals that you created or the desires you had, right? They came from your conscious mind and they were only like a pebble mm. or a drop in the ocean yep. of your potential. So, and your potential being not making a million dollars and just that it's not monetary because again, with today's society and especially with men, uh, but I would say with women, I'm not, it's more men, but I would say masculine women as well is business. You know, that's the you, money is value. Money represents your worth. 
right? So, but this potential is like, no, it's not just the money. Like, what about beautiful relationships? What about uh, your health? What about your enjoyment, your fun? Like, you're just, you're being at home, like peacefulness. Uh, and then also, also money. You know, it's not just money at the sacrifice of everything else. You know, and you hear it a lot in the industry. It's like sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. You got to make sacrifices. It's like, well, fuck, I'm not going to sacrifice my relationship with the person I love. Fuck no. You know, and that's what I did. You know, I would it's sacrifice. I, I, I sacrificed relationships that I'd built over 10, 11 years. I went through, you know, puberty. I went through, you know, hard times. I went through, you know, you know, you know, going out and meeting chicks for the first time, adventuring, traveling for the first, like so many first times with these friends. And because there's that consciousness of leave your friends and strive for your goals, it's like, you know, I damaged it a lot. And thankfully they're coming back. Um, but I genuinely believe the new way is you don't need to sacrifice that. You don't need to. Um, and you can organically grow everything. Hmm. Or yeah. if you want to, you're not conflicted about it because yes. that's, that's the main issue, right? Yes. And, and it's exactly yep. what you're saying now. I spent so much of my life, like, you know, in books, it would tell you to be a certain way and do something. And of course you can put it down to my capacity to not see the difference between what's true right now versus what's true yeah. in the future and contextualizing it as well. But I would, you know, I'd read books on NLP and I remember this specific memory just came up just then. I was walking out of my school on the back entrance and I was with this, this chick and she liked me and I was starting to like her and, and we were crossing arms and I had in my mind, Hey, remember NLP kinesthetic? She's kinesthetic. It's like, do this and do this. And I started to do like these kind of robotic things. And I would like, I like I'd hold her a certain way. I'd slow my speech down to be like NLP to be like uh, kinesthetic type. Cause they're like slow speaking. Mm. And I remember, you know, and it, whether it worked or not, and I don't remember, is not the the issue here it's the conflict that i remember feeling inside doing that it's yes. the conflict of learning that i had to uh you know so some people right some people are just not they're not hustlers and i'm not saying that in a bad way it's not a bad thing at all some people just want to go to work and come home and live their fucking life yeah but then they say to themselves but you know Gary V or Anthony Robbins or not Anthony Robbins but more Gary V and Grant Cardone say i should work 7 days a week and I did that as well, bro. I remember my old job. I, I did seven days a week, one week, and I just felt torn up inside. I'm like, no, must push forward, must make more calls. And it's just, so I think that, you know, and I think this ties back into just any advice in general. Mm. Advice is only contextual, yep. but also on top of that as well, Absolutely. you only receive what your consciousness is ready to receive. Yep. And that's, that's the work that, that you do. Um, do you want to expand on that a bit? um on what specifically i mean what you just shared i mean i totally agree with it it's everything's contextual you know and uh, another point on that is that uh and this i'm just reflecting on myself so whoever's listening this may be for you this might not be if it resonates with you and you feel like shit i think that's kind of me uh then it probably is you but i had no boundaries you know i i wasn't solid in who i was i was looking for myself and this is this is just this is like a challenge within the industry because most people who go and 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 go to the workshops do the things 
they don't know who they are or they're trying to find themselves or they're trying to improve in some way. Uh, and there was a point where even though I thought I was, I thought I knew who I was, I actually wasn't living from the true James. Mm. And you, you even mentioned it, you know, I remember we were hanging out at Zach's place and I'd met you out and we'd partnered. Then I pitched you isogenics and all that. And it was great. And, um, and then, then there was another time where later on, when all these shifts happened, we hung out and you're like, bro, like, I, that, bro. So, you're like, I, I, something's different. Um, and you weren't the only one, man. Mm-hmm. You weren't the only one. I caught up with another friend at his birthday and we we're hanging out, you know, you know, just bantering. He loves bantering and, you know, um, uh, big Kiwi guy. And he's uh, love surfing. And he, you know, we're just having laughs and fun and this and that. And he's like, dude, this is like the weirdest thing. And he's known me for like three years. And he's like, I feel like, I feel like I'm actually meeting the real James for the first time, like the real Macca for the first time tonight. And I was like, I was like, thank you. Because I knew, I knew what the shifts were happening. But at the same time, I was like, wow, like. I knew, I thought I knew who I was and I thought I was coming from that place, but people like you, people like my Kiwi mate uh, and many others, they could see through it. They could see that, no, I wasn't actually being myself. So uh, yeah, it's crazy. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes what we think we know, we don't actually know, you know? So it takes a level of, takes a level of, awareness and I'll use the word again, but like commitment. And I mean, I don't want to say humility because that kind of, but actually humility and don't get me wrong. Ego pops up for me, you know, to this day, I made a little joke about uh, spiritually bypassing and Carolina and I had a massive laugh about it. Um, (laughs) But, you know, sometimes that creeps in for me, but give it maybe an hour or maybe 30 minutes or maybe a day. And I'm like, okay, no, like, and even in that moment, I'm like, bro, you know, you're kidding yourself. Like, just have the chat. I say, okay, fine. Fuck. You know, I'll, I'll like be real. I'll, you know, I'll share what's real. So, yeah. Huge, man. I, um, and just to tie that back into current events, I watched the McGregor fight on the weekend. You know, are you familiar with Conor McGregor? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he, um, he fought uh, Dustin Poirier on, on uh, Sunday, Saturday in Las Vegas. And so he, in 2017, he was the first person in the UFC in mixed martial arts history, uh, not mixed martial arts history, sorry, UFC history to hold two belts in two different weight divisions simultaneously. And he, you know, after that, he, um, he kind of went downhill. He started to get a lot of trouble. He yep. started to just pretty much do the fuck he wanted to do, right? I mean, the stuff that you, you would do if you, all of a sudden, I mean, for most people, I don't know, I can't say you specifically, but just people in general, someone gave you like $200 million would just go out and do like, just run a mark, get shit faced, do this kind of stuff. I don't know him. You know, I don't know what he's done personally. What I do know is that from what I can sense and what I'm tuning into, so he lost the fight, right? And he, he broke his, he broke his leg. Like, I, saw, I saw that. He snapped it, right? I saw that. And sorry, you go, you go. Cause I have my own theory about it, but yeah, you sure. go. And you can tell me after um, he lost the last fight. And in this first round, he was losing anyway. Like he wasn't not doing too well. And he'd been really focused, really into it. And 
where I'm going with this, right, is is the ego, right? You you have someone who, you know, in 2013, 2014, was on the paycheck, you know, on the the dollar, I should say, sorry, in Ireland, and getting, you know, what it was, 300, 400 bucks every fortnight on the dole, just training his ass off. We used to be a plumber. He had to hustle and boot himself up. And in this fight in particular, he was doing a lot of shit talking, whereas the last one he wasn't. So he's kind of lost himself in his own ego. And that's what I'm getting to. And, I, and yeah. it's a bit rough around the edges of how I'm explaining this, but yeah, yeah. He, he's, from what I can see, he's lost himself. And I watched a, a, a video on YouTube that was talking about the laws of human nature and applying to him. So there's a law called the law of grandiosity. And when someone thinks they're bigger than what they are. And so what, what he actually, what happened to him is, you know, obviously he, he was confident, whatever. Then all these people started adoring him, all this money came to him. And he thought he was bigger and better than what he was. So he started underestimating his opponents. He started to think he was stronger than what he was, which is probably why he broke his leg. And that really resonated to me what you said, you know, your, your ego and all this stuff, because I, the, the more that I do in my life, the more that I do things where people are like, wow, that's so amazing. Look, look at you, look at this. You're so this, you're so that the more I'm like, I start to believe it. Right. And it's not mm. bad to believe it. Yeah. But this week I had to at least sit with myself and keep that in check and be like, yeah. Hey dude, yeah. I started to think in my mind that I, and, and, you know, this is not easy to say publicly, but I started to think yeah. in my mind, that I was a little bit better than most people. Yeah. I'm like, like, yeah, I can't, you know what? It's like, uh, I can do this because I'm actually a lot more intelligent than most people. I'm this or that, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, whoa, whoa, step back for yeah. a second. Yeah, I, yeah. I took a moment. I'm like, the most intelligent person doesn't do that. The most intelligent person is the dumbest person in the room, as they say. Yeah, yeah. So I had to bring myself up from thinking I was here yeah. and back to here. And I yeah. think that, and tying it all in, our ego, our idea of who we are and who we think we can be actually blinds us, blinds us from our true potential. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's what your work mm-hmm. does. You, you, mm-hmm. you strip away all the baggage, all the shit that, you know, people think they are, which is in traditional terms, the ego and bring yeah. them back to who they are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I love that you shared that. I mean, we, you were here the other day and that, that came up for me, you know, and I was chatting with Carolina, I think in the next morning and I was mm-hmm. like, fucking hell like I can't believe like I said that you know um but it's it's just yeah so um on that note I would just say it's experience you know you know you might be good at creating content but it's not because you're better than anyone it's just because you have experience you know um and you've given it a crack you know and that's what I say to my clients like the work that I do and you know being able to read people and you know read people like oh my god fuck it's amazing like you know, but I'm like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's cool, but you, you, you have that potential within you. Like, everyone has that potential within them. You know, we're we're humans. We our God-given fucking right. I mean, I'm not religious, although I do believe in. Uh, I won't go into that, but I believe that we are an essence of that brilliance. You know, I call it our. You know, I call it our brilliance. Some people call it God, but it's it's we're a fraction of that um we we're we came from the same thing we whatever that is um but uh again we 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 all have that potential within us it's just the conditioning it's just programming it's just you know and it's shit but a bit of luck as well because 
you know, what family are you born into? What, you know, look at the people in India, you know, like, you know, I was hearing some pretty crazy stuff uh, that's happening over there. Uh, South, South Africa, you know, us over here in Sydney, we're in lockdown. Like, but like, it's just not, I mean, I'm walking around outside for my hour. You know, I just went and played some basketball and there were some, there were heaps of people just playing, like playing basketball, you know, giving each other space and whatnot. And, but like, so it's, um, it's just programming demographics and societal conditioning that kind of limits us. So yeah, absolutely peeling that away and, 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 and bringing us back to nature. Uh, and I use nature, I always use nature because that's the genius, you know, it's not, I'm not the genius, Luke's not the, ge I mean, we are geniuses, I'm not going to say that, and when I say we, I mean humans, you know, we have that potential to be geniuses, but not in the way of, you know, um, you know, like Einstein, even though he's a genius, like to me, uh, someone like Kobe Bryant or a basketball player or even someone that's not at that level but can see, say, the game in a different way, they're a genius because they see beyond just the physical, you know, or uh, individuals that are really good at business, like friends of ours. I'm like, they're geniuses because they see beyond, you know, just the mechanics of the business. They see, they, they can see more. They're um, intuitive with it. Yeah, totally. And where am I going with all of this? But when we come back to nature, again, you look at, you look at any ecosystem that's untouched by humanity and it has this brilliance about it. It has this natural progression or stabilization. You know, a forest just has this harmony. And yeah, animals kill other animal, animals and organisms and feed on other organisms. And there's the life cycle and decomposition, growth. It's all there. Death, decay, you know, birth. It's all there. Uh, that, that is the brilliance within. Again, you look at a seed. It has a brilliance of a tree within it. But it starts out as a seed. You know, it doesn't, but, and it doesn't try and rush to be a seed and then rush into a damn tree in a week. No, it enjoys just being a fucking seed in the ground and it uses that phase and it naturally transitions. So the work that I do brings people back on that clock, you know, of natural, say, expansion. So it's, um, you know, some people might not, I mean, shifts happen quickly. Uh, for some, for others, say it takes a little bit of time because again, it's just time. You know, you gotta be patient and it's not about the work. And this is why some people won't be attracted to it because it's not just about, you know, it's not about making, it's not about making $10,000 a month, even though that's, that's possible and probably will happen over time, you know, a year, like two, three, four, five, ten 10 years. I can't guarantee that for you because it might not be right. It might not be pure for you. You know, it might not be, you know, your grandest expression might be traveling the world, being a photographer for the National Geographic, you know, safari, and you meet the love of your life on that safari and you create a life around that and you get paid 40K a year. I mean, they probably get paid heaps, but yeah, you know, but the fulfillment and the enjoyment and the non, the, 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 um, yeah, the, the enjoyment in just being is there. So uh, that's that's the difference. Like, you, I'm not going to guarantee people, you know, although your your relationship with money and will totally change uh, and you'll always feel supported as you move through it. But 
uh, I'm not going to say, hey, you want to make six figures in six months? I'm not, I'm not that guy, you know? I'm not that guy. But that stuff works, absolutely. Um, I would just say be true to yourself when you do it. You know, come together, become you, reconnect with you, be solid in you. And then if you're drawn to those business modalities, you know, I, I operate a business. I need, I need to do, I, I, need, I need those mechanics. Um, then go and do it. Uh, and this is funny because it's tying back. So I'm going on a big rant, but tying back to, you know, um, reading Tony Robbins and people being lost and not really clear on who they are is that, well, I read, I read Awaken the Giant Within, Within and I got all the good. And then I also got all the bad because I couldn't, I couldn't define kind of like what you were saying, you know, everything's contextual, mm-hmm. you know? I took the bad, I thought what I thought was right, it was actually not right in the, in the circumstances that I applied it. But on a deeper level, as an identity, I adopted, you know, you're hearing, I think it's um, in Carl Jung, or I can't remember who it is, but, you know, we adopt the best and worst qualities of our parents. So that's exactly what I did with personal development, adopted the best and worst, say, programming from teachings. So, um, and, you know, you, and, so the key is to be solid in yourself. So when you learn these sorts of things, you you grasp the truth of what it is for you while staying you. You know, you don't become, I make a joke about I became a Tony Robbins robot. You know, I was like, oh, that's a limiting belief. I chat, I, would, I was that guy. The, 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 um, the inspired unemployed, uh, the I did a clip one. on someone who reads The Power of Now. Yeah, the spiritual one. That was 100% me. Like, one, and then probably you as well. Same. Like the funniest shit. Like, oh man, I don't know. Like, no, nah, I'm just going to do this. Like, but that's like, why limit yourself? <laughs> like, you know, but it's funny because if I'd said that genuinely as myself, it would have been received way differently. Same thing, but from a different, say, source. You know? Dude, I know exactly what you mean. I've, you know, so when, when you meet people and when you meet women or anyone, really in this in this situation you know you could say a pickup line but it's not what you say it's who's it's coming from right yes. it's who it's coming from yeah so i could say hey how are you but the way i've said it and the way i came to that person is like no one ever has before so the power is not so much in the words you say or this is what personal does as well it gets down to the specifics of what you need to do to achieve xyz but those specifics can't be achieved through merely doing them it comes an expression of your energy mm-hmm. an expression yep. of your energy is your unique signature so the work that you're doing and and you can correct me if i'm wrong here mm-hmm. is not so much focusing on giving people the right words or the right uh, yep. mechanics specifically to yes. do Yes. is to give them the 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 you know the the grounding and the 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 roots underneath the ground to grow and yes. vibrate as high as possible as the most beautiful tree yes. in the world being a, a tree metaphor absolutely like to give you an example i've got a client of mine he's a performer entertainer been in the industry for 30 years mm. um and he dived into this work uh he's you know he's done mask work and he's done a lot of my work as well so back and forth um and as a result of it, he, he, the work he's getting now is he's just getting offers all the time now. And from someone that was kind of struggling with work with, you know, and 
it's safe to say someone with 30 years experience in theatre that is stuck with it this long, he, you know, he works on himself, he does his lines, he does all those things. And I didn't, I didn't teach him how to do better lines. I didn't teach him how to be a better performer. I worked on his, his, you would call it his vibration or his frequency or his, his essence. Mm. And so now as he's, and he's moved really quickly. Um, but now that he's come into it, he's getting all these offers and he's had, he's picking and choosing now. He's like, you know, I don't want that one. Or like, I don't want to overwork myself. And he even noticed patterns within him of like, well, I used to be in lack and I used to get everything. Cause I like, fuck, where's my next meal. But now he's like, I don't actually need that because then I would be killing my, I would be sacrificing myself, spreading myself too thin. Um, and now for him, people, people don't, people want him because of his essence, his vibrancy, his shininess, you know, um, not the quality of his work, even though it's high quality, the quality is then matched with his resonance. And that's uh, why comparison is irrelevant because you can't yeah. compare the uncomparable. You are yeah. the uncomparable. Yes. All the things that you do, if someone's done the exact same thing before as you, it doesn't yeah. matter because that thing in particular has only been done by you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And true, true authenticity is understanding that regardless of all the circumstances and all the things going on in your life and all the different ways in which people have done the thing that you're doing, mm -hmm. you can do it in your own unique way. And yes. just by being yourself, you don't, you don't need to speak a certain way. You don't need to be like, I'm going to speak with a baritone voice and speak like this or like, Whoa, like get energy. I need to be in state. It's like you are state. You're your own state. You are the fuel to your own fire. 100%. And that's huge. man. Yeah. And it's funny because I used to think like energy was everything, you know, you got to be enthusiastic. You got to be like, whoa, like, and, and I would be that guy, uh, you know, right. chatting to people, to people at like the Bondi outdoor gym and whatever. And I remember this woman who I used to chat with and she would, she did handstands and I was into handstands at the time. Uh, anyway, I kind of, I didn't, this was like on my path into like rediscovering me and I was super into breath work. And I remember I was just hanging out at the gym just not really chatting to anyone, just being, just, just enjoying the moment, just being within my body. At this time I was like super spiritual. I was like, mm, floating around, you know, like floating around, like, mm, you know, like the, and yeah. And he, uh, and she was like, how are you, how are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm really good. <laughs> like just, you know, instead of like, yeah, like fucking great. Like it was, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm cool. Things are good. How are you? And she's like, really? I was like, yeah. She's like, you seem way more positive before. And I was like, oh, interesting. Like, and fast forward now, you know, you know, coaching basketball and working for this guy. And I wasn't really saying much. I was just doing my thing, you know, coaching the kids. And for whatever reason, he's like, man, like, I really love what you're doing. Like you bring a great energy, mm -hmm. you know, your vibes really good, this and that. And he ended up paying me more, you know, because well, not only the quality, but also again, that, that, um, yeah, that energy, man. So don't get me wrong. There's absolutely, you need mechanics for sure mm. uh, to a certain degree, but not at the cost of who you are.
you're the your your true your true nature your true self so so if you're talking to someone right now say someone's listening right now who's yeah. deep into post-development and they have an yeah. inkling they have a feeling that okay. something's just not quite right they've been in it for a few yeah. years maybe even just a few months yeah yeah, yeah. something quite right for it what would you say yeah. to them um i'd say congratulations like good work you know like you're you're searching you know you're putting in the effort you're you're indulging in things that like at the end of the day like you want to make your life better and you're showing up so yeah. fucking awesome work um two i would say um if you feel like you're still missing something um it's not that you're missing it you just need to say reconnect back to it and it's your vibrancy it's that that unseen version of you okay it's your energy it's your connection people would call it their soul uh their spirit i would call it your frequency body if you look into quantum physics it's that the 99 percent that's unseen right that is apparently still i mean you, you mentioned the other day that apparently those theories are not on point but i believe it um did i say that um, no, maybe not those theories, but I think, no, the theory of relative gravity, relativity, Einstein's relativity, oh, yeah. there were some articles about, yeah. yeah. So, and this, that's a beautiful thing. I mean, that's another thing, but like science can be wrong, right? So religion can be wrong. Personal development can be wrong. That's the whole premise of science. It's to prove so, its inconsistency. Yeah. So uh, I would say, I would say experiment and um, listen, I do some free meditations on Sunday, 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. I would say tune into that. You know, I've got a group on Facebook called Medi Masters, M-E-D-I, Masters, M-A-S-T-E-R-S, Medi Masters. Um, I would say tune into that, see how it feels. Um, you're doing amazing work and the combination of what you've already done plus this like little key will just open up everything you've wanted but you've got to be patient and you've got to learn new principles as well mm. so, so um jumping back to what you said before what happened with conor mcgregor uh yeah good one um and again i'll just you know whether people want to believe in these abilities that we all have access to it's totally cool this is just my perspective on it um yeah so uh to me uh he was getting actually like more pixelated so no and and it's funny because you say he was lost he you know lost in his ego and i would 100 percent say that um you know he's obviously risen and created massive success uh but not at a price but i would say he's getting just a little say disconnected with himself yes and and, and yeah. as a result uh he's not solid like he is literally not as solid as what he was because when when i saw when i saw that clip i was like that's not normal like that's not normal to do that training i don't know maybe i'm I'm not in the ufc and whatnot but like he stepped he just he just stepped back and then his fucking ankle broke like i don't know if there was more to that i don't know i just saw that one clip was there more was he was he doing a lot of ankle kicks and so he's he um fractured or sprained it, I think it was uh a few I think a few I mean a month or something before that, don't quote me on the okay. exact time. And before okay. that there was two there was two kicks that happened. It was when Dustin Poirier put his hand up like like he's yeah. uh, 
uh, forearm up like that and he kicked yep. it and it kind of like hit on, on there and bend it around yep. a bit. Then yeah. When he started, yeah. Okay, but cool. The, the thing is, right, now, I, I agree 100% with what you're saying, dude. He, yeah. I couldn't articulate before, but what you said was perfect. Yeah. So being grounded is quite literally being on the ground, being in and touch solid. with reality, being yes. solid, right? Yeah. So, and this, ah, oh, dude, this is so awesome. I love yeah. talking about this stuff. He, so yeah. he, you know, fame and money, what it does, it gives you opportunities, it expands things, but it, especially fame, fame puts you at a, a different level to everything else, right? Yep. You become up in the air. Yeah. So you Just lose connection. touch with reality. It doesn't matter how hard you try. Fame is something that takes something from you that you don't yep. quite get back. Yes. You can't replicate it. I mean, yep. you walk out in the street, people are going to see you. So yep. uh, it's, at a, it's, a, it's at a price. So like he's created success at a price. Yes. Um, and that's, you see that a lot. I mean, you look at Juice World, and I only say that because I think you or someone, maybe it was Vi actually, someone sent me um, Juice World. is a is quite a famous rapper. You know, he's 20, 21 or twenty two, and he blew 19. up in the space of or nineteen. He blew up in the space of like a year, a year and a half. Yeah, and with one song. He had, and he had this brilliance of tapping into that genius space, just like Eminem. And, and what you're, you and I are kind of tapping into and trying to, you know, experiment with and just have fun with. Mm. Um, but yeah, he basically, you know, sold. And he didn't know this, but like sold himself. You know, people don't know this. People don't know that, you know, they're actually, that, that's actually a thing. Um, and, you what know, do you mean by that? So it's kind of like, um, I'll do whatever it takes. Mm. Is, really do you really want to do like yeah i no matter what i'll do whatever it takes to achieve success well what about your family would you let your fam like would you destroy your family for monetary success and fame would you end your life for success you know create success and then die to make your success a legacy you know, even more brilliant, even more. Um, and this is this is where some people's beliefs might not disagree with mine. But um, I genuinely believe that, you know, you can have that again, this is where the success without sacrifice, you know, you can do it without having because it kind of works in two ways. I know this is going a little bit off. And I don't know if we have enough time to go into it. But to me, um, juice world kind of he was pretty dark, man. And he talks about his anxiety and his depression and all of that. He was tainted, you know, he, was. Absolute, he was tainted. And so his brilliance came from like, you know, people would call it the dark side. Uh, and then you look at Conor McGregor, he tapped into the brilliance. I would say he would tap into the brilliant side where, oh. I think maybe. both dude is, is shit yeah. in the way that he shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a bit of, mm, yeah, maybe a bit of both. But again, in, at either end, if you go too far on one side, the dark uses you, the, the light or the brilliance. And I'm just using these terms. Um, you could say bad or good, but it, they actually, they're both there for you. And this can tie in really well with anxiety. You know, anxiety is not bad. Like negative emotions aren't bad. Correct. Uh, it's just how, it's how you use them. It's how you manage them. So, but again, with um, Connor, I just see that brilliance. And even like that kind of, hey, I'll sign this. And it's like a contract, but not a physical contract. Um, 
it's energetic yeah, it's contract. just it's, it's an energetic contract. Um, and he's yeah, I mean, I mean, hopefully, I think he's, I think he's, he'll find a way because he he's he's that guy. So he's you know he worked with Tony. He's quite mindful. He law of attraction. Like he's very. I think he he will find his way back to himself. Um, that's mine. I hope. Because mm-hmm. um, um, I, I genuinely like the guy. Like I know, like he does it for show. You know the shit talking and all of that. Like you see him, and after the fights, like he he always gives his respect. Like he always he's super down to earth. Always, you know, you see the you see the 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 fighter, you know, the showman, and then you see like the humility that he has after fights, um, which is what I, I like about him. So. And that's that's exactly you know what we'll have to be careful of. We have to be careful of. Yeah. Uh, you know, not just the ego, but well, I mean, ego is just one way to put it of the idea that, you know, we can be bigger and better than, than the world, you know, that there's been, so Napoleon, he said when he was, before he became who he was, who we all know him as. What Napoleon Hill or Napoleon Bonaparte? Bonaparte. Bonaparte. Uh, yeah, yeah, cool. Yep. Before he came into power, he said he had this deep belief in his mind that he was destined for greatness he was destined for it it was made for him and he believed that so deeply and i think that that's an awesome belief to have in some ways but where it goes wrong is when you are in power and you do have that mentality and that mentality blinds you from reality right don't create a mentality that blinds you from reality he really honestly believed that no matter what happened he was meant to be where he was meant to be so people would you know, you know, I don't think things have changed that much, but more obviously back then people were very pernicious, very manipulative, very like political. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So he had people that were doing that to him and that kind of set him up for failure to take over his spot and people, Mm -hmm. and he kind of, but he did it to himself as well because he believed in his own hype. Yeah. The the question that I have is I'm seeing a, a trend here. And this trend is that the characteristics that bring people to greatness. So like Juice World, Conor McGregor, uh, Napoleon, just for the examples we've talked about then, seem to be ones that uh, make them fail in the long run. Do you think it's a good idea to, to, to someone to change their perspective once they've made it? Or do you think that that belief is flawed from the start? Uh, it's flawed from the start. So because it's where did it come from? It's again, where did your success come from? Just like very much the question of like, hey man, like don't limit yourself, bro. Like you, you're really good at playing piano, you know, instead of, and, you know, that's authentic coming from, you know, true James versus Tony Robbins, James who's like, man, that's a limiting belief. Like, come on, bro. You know, it's where's the source coming from? So I would say to make it easier, I would just say from the get-go, um, because generally what happens, and this is nearly what happened to me, and this is, again, just as my, just my perspective, um, my opinion, and, you know, um, but say, say you're, say you have a program of, um, um, you know, success for sacrifice, like I'll, I'll, at a price, you know, success at a cost. It's not truly pure because your brilliance doesn't need sacrifice, right? So it is a little distorted. So you grow, you grow, you expand, you become, say, an entrepreneur, a fighter, Napoleon, you know, Juice World. You create such an intense identity around it. It takes way longer, if not, not impossible, but it would take a very humble, 
aware, almost insane, not insane, but kind of crazy person to dismantle their identity that they'd created over the past 20, 30 years, you know? So initially I would say, start on you first and expand naturally because, and let's just say you did create that success, millions of dollars, fame, whatever. Um, and say you did, you dived into this work and that was a pattern, your, your, your life would just crumble. Like you, yeah, like your life would probably crumble because your frequency, right? Energy um, uh, creates your reality, right? Your reality is a physical representation of the coding within your, your vibrancy. Okay, so if you reconnect back to you, then everything that isn't pure, that hasn't come from the true you, it, your reality has to change, right? And, and Einstein went into this. He was like, guys, this isn't like wacky shit. Like this is science. It's like you match the frequency of what you desire and your physical reality has to change. So this frequency that I'm talking about is your brilliance. So, you know, I would see, and I don't work with these individuals, but my teacher does. And he's like, man, like the billionaires that I work with, they're like, they're pretty messed up and they take way longer to change because they have so much attachment to the money to the identity that they've created for themselves. So um, I would say get on it early uh, and it's a long-term game, you know, it's not, it's, not, um, it's not about moving. Whilst it, it's, like, it's like a weird paradox. It's like, it's not about moving forward, but it is. But the moving forward is in enjoying the now and enjoying you. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the best way I can explain it. I could probably explain a little bit better. But anyway. I, I personally, I mean, are you okay for time? How are you going for time? Yeah, bro. Yeah, let's go. And then I'll get a, I got another 10 and then I'll, I'll have to go. But yeah. Sweet. I personally struggle with the idea that, you know, with... <clears throat> You, you see people like this, right? The, you know, Conor McGregor's Juice World, all these kind of people. And you look at them and you see the way that they hold themselves, the way they walk through the world and the, the masks they wear, right? If you look mm. carefully, very carefully. Yeah. Eminem, for example, right? These are all people coming up my mind. Yeah, yeah. So Eminem, you know, very controversial, at, but it, it spun around him on the end. He, you know, Napoleon, very controversial, very believed in himself, but it spun him in the end. Juice World, same thing. Conor McGregor seems to be a similar thing, but hopefully he comes back to what he's supposed to. Eminem's mm. pulled himself out of it. Mm. Um, the point I'm making here is, how, who, who do you know? I mean, this is not, you don't have to know this, but do you know people just tapping into it? People in the world who are leading an example of a quote unquote materialistic, successful life but they have a clean frequency they have a clean way of doing yeah, it it's not that's a great question because it's hard um, i look at these things man i'm like i could do those. i could do those things but you know and it slowly takes from you you can you can sell your soul to the devil as they say yeah and it even and it's even on the other side as well like you yes. look at um you look at robert kennedy you know um yes. for those that you know robert kennedy is a journalist on the kennedy family you know and, you know, there's two sides of the story. Some people are like, you know, yes, Kennedy. Some people don't believe in what he was doing. Or, I mean, Robert F. Kennedy, again, this isn't about vaccines, but he's very vaccine. Um, he's pro-vax. His whole family is vaccinated, not COVID, but, but 
um, he dived into it one night, but you know, he's, he, he has, he's doing, he's perceived is doing good, you know, um, you know, and he wants to provide light to some things that aren't there yep. that aren't say um, broadcasted. But again, he's, he's taxed, man. You know, you look at him and he, he's, you know, his health isn't on point. You know, he, that is a sign of being taxed, even Tony. And I don't, I don't want to like name names and whatnot, but he's a fucking brilliant dude. But you know, why is his health so fucked up? You know, he, and, and again, I don't want to, I'm not trying to belittle someone, you're not doing that. Yeah. Like he's doing amazing work, but again, like success. And this is my opinion. Success isn't just business and money. You know, it's not two out of the five. It's not one out of the five. It's not three out of, it's fucking everything. Huge. You know, it's, and everything is, is in harmony. You know, your life is a, a beautiful balance of all of it. Ecosystem. You know, absolutely. You know, your kids are involved with your work. You're involved with your kids' work. You know, your parent, your, your, your loved ones involved with your, like, you know, Carolina and I, and this is what we've had to move through. So um, beautiful. Again, I'm not, I'm not perfect. Again, like I, you know, Luke will fucking hundred percent know that because I had ego trips coming up. Still love um, you though, bro. Um, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, you know, so again, this work isn't perfect. It's just a tool to help you elevate. You still have to face off with stuff. It's still, it's still a challenge. Um, but again, now I'm seeing this beautiful harmony with Carolina and myself and us supporting each other because in the work that we do, you know, whereas before it was just very much on me, you know, the James show. But now it's like, you know what? No, like I actually need you, you know, like I actually need Carolina to bridge the gap between, you know, frequency, unseen kind of etherical stuff and bring it into the body, you know, more physical. So she's, she's really great at that. Um, so what's, so, sorry to cut you off there, man. What, when it comes to, cause for me, like I, I hear what you're saying and I'm just being completely yeah. honest. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I believe it, man. I'm like, boom, this is, this is it. Like I need to yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just humble myself, whatever. But you yeah, see yeah, yeah. examples in the world of people, you know, like, and you can say they're evil. You can say they're not evil. It doesn't matter. That's irrelevant. So many people that are doing things that are, you know, like unethical. Yeah, I'll choose a guy. Oh, unethical. Sorry, you go. Yeah. No, but no, but exactly what you're about to go on to, but just to, to narrow it down a little bit. So, you know, if you want to, if you want to be, uh, you know, in, in this is for people listening as well. If you're yeah. a millennial, right, or if you're, you know, someone in their teens, yeah. which is probably most of this audience listening, yeah. and they look at people, the role models there in the world that they grew up on, yeah. you know, Juice World, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. the Kid Leroy, and you know, yeah. these artists and Conor McGregor, they look at all the characteristics. It's like be brash, be this. Yeah. How how can we how can we approach this in a in a healthy way? Do we say we're going to extract some of their values away, or yeah. can it be right. done through a certain layer of consciousness? Yeah. So on, on and I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not trying to like promote the work that I do, but it just, it just is happening organically. Like I would just find you, mm-hmm. you know, find you. Cause there's nothing wrong with uh, uh, like Juice World's creativity. Like, holy shit. It's, inc- it's fucking amazing. Is that possible you know? though without his other side? Absolutely. I, I wholeheartedly believe it. Absolutely. Um, and I've witnessed it in myself and I'm not saying like I'm some, again, some pro basketball player, right? But I love basketball and with using this work and, and then, and then now diving into basketball, my ability to learn 
and like pick up things and see like the details of the game and like even passing like I there's moments now like there are the some passes that I'm I'm not saying like I'm just saying in comparison to previously it's like I'm like seeing stuff that I'd never seen before in a game so I'm not saying that I'm a Kobe Bryant hell no but the consciousness is there to pave the way for you to elevate into that space if that's what you really desire does it take commitment and work absolutely a hundred percent but it's a joy and even and, but even so even some days it's not a joy as well mm. you know some days you just like the reality is some days you don't want to do stuff like some days i'll i'll you know there's a meditation on i'm like fuck i'm tired you know i don't really want to do this and mm. then i do it i do it and then i'm like oh it's amazing you know <laughs> it's great afterwards so, so- I would say yes, we do have that ability. Okay. Okay. And and just getting a bit more practical now and we can can wrap this up. Uh, Let's say, for example, you know, people, it is, they can't access your meditations. They can't join on board with you. Yeah. What's, what's something that people can do with themselves by themselves? Yep. You know, however you want to format it, you can, but what's something people can do to get to that place where they're coming to a clearer consciousness and a more grounded self? Yes. So spatial awareness, and um, you've probably heard me share this many times, but it's, I would spend, start off with just five minutes or 10 minutes and include this. If you're meditating already, introduce this into your meditations. What do I mean? Note, you want to note your environment first before anything else in your meditation before your body, and I know there's a lot of people that say, you know, feel your feet, feel you this and that, but you want to note your environment. So your five senses, the wall, the, you know, the ceiling, the floor, the chair, um, you know, what can I hear? What can I smell? What can I taste? What can I feel? Really just mm. tune into Do that. Now, one. Yeah. So um, step number two, and I'll explain why, right? The science. Number two is once you do that, you just, you know, you go through that checklist. Mm. Your environment. Do it now, I'll do it now with yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, you know, just tune into your environment. Just where you are. You know, if you want to open up your eyes and look around, you know, seeing the objects, the books, the sofa, the bed, whatever it is. If you're outside, the tree, the chair. What can you hear? What can you smell? What can you feel, taste? Then step two is noticing a body part. You know, I like to use your spine. So for you, just feeling your spine. Noticing from the base. If you're not familiar with your anatomy, I would look into anatomy just to get familiar with the body. But noticing your spine, working vertebrae by vertebrae, all the way up to your neck once you're really familiar with your spine again this is just kind of rapid but it's all right noticing your spine then number three is you want to note for beginners noticing an object in your room say a chair or a wall let's say if you want to challenge yourself or if you're 
uh, notice say all four walls or your entire room, how it feels. And then note the distance from either the object or your room to your spine. So again, for beginners, noticing say a book or a chair and then noticing the distance from that book or the chair to your spine, trying to like just feel out that distance. And just staying here. And then go throughout your meditation, being mindful of your entire body. And then I would throw in another question. I mean, I don't know how much time, but I throw in a question of how can I connect uh, to my truest self? even more or how can i connect to my best possible self even more my limitless self whatever you know my my most beautiful self even more and just leave that question open you don't need to figure it out you just leave it open um, and that would be the initial say phase and then i would scan through your entire body you know getting to know your body so working from your feet all the way up, getting really familiar, taking your time. And, you know, you do this each day, you progress, you progress. Uh, and then I would say, note your physical form where your physical body um, ends, your environment begins. And then arms length around you, arms yeah. length up, down, below, trying to feel that. So kind of working through that slowly, but really starting off with that first segment because, and do you want me just to explain the why behind it? Like, sure, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, and this kind of comes to anxiety uh, and, you know, humans are brilliant. We move in, the, we live in the past, you know, we, we hold on to trauma challenges. We hold on to our family stuff, uh, good and bad, whatever it is. Uh, we can move into the future. We can transport ourselves into the future and kind of create anxiety, unknown fears. Or if we, if we, um, if we're in tune, we can see opportunities, you know, and we can kind of move into the future and go, oh shit, I think this will work. Um, or I, you know, this is a market trend or whatever, like you kind of move into the, the opportunities of the future. And then there's a whole different bunch of realities as well. Uh, and it's funny, the uninspired, the inspired unemployed video on the condom buying and the anxiety of like, oh shit, it's hilarious guys, you know, obviously check them out um, on Instagram. You know, when they go into those frames of the black and white and it has those images of people laughing at them and ha 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 and the voices and this and that and that you are literally moving into a different reality you're picking up as a human you're moving through time and space so physical objects tend not to move in time and space a tree is just a damn tree it's present it's still a wall right so you use your environment first mm -hmm. to act as a hoist so if you imagine you've got like scaffolding around you, which is your environment, your five senses, your spatial awareness, then your body, it pulls you up into your center. Does that kind of make sense? Makes perfect sense. You're instead yep. of going inwards and then outwards, you're going yes. outwards and inwards because you're yes. bringing it into you to your center as opposed to just to scattering it out. Yes. Because if you were to go the other way, you're still, you still might be just a bit off. Some people, they might be way off and you're, and you're tuning into that. Mm. Right? So it's not as effective. So I would start environment first, then your body and you pull yourself up. So yeah, that's, and I would just do that 
I would, I mean, as corny as it sounds, I'd do that every day, you know, every day for the rest of your life. No, uh, I would, you know, just try it out. Just give it 10 minutes. Try it out once. See how it makes you feel. Uh, and if you want to continue on it, I would do that. That's the one thing that people could do. Um, awesome, and that man. would that would just, yeah, that would, over time, again, setting expectations, patience, and over time, do it consistently. It's just like going to the gym. You're not going to be lifting huge weights if you've never trained before. You know, it takes time to give yourself that leeway. Epic, bro. And um, if you were to, if people could never speak to you ever again or, or contact you or you know, hear from you again, what's yeah. one message or one thing you'd leave to the world? I would just say like, you're, you're way more powerful than you think. Um, and it's your birthright. Like it's not, it's not some fairy tale. It's like, it's actually, it's true. You know, you hear it a lot. It might sound corny, but you're way more powerful than you think. So, um, trust yourself. Where can people find you, bro? Uh, Facebook. So, uh, facebook.com forward slash make good with Mac. So make good with Mac M A C. Uh, my Instagram is two underscores James McDonald with an MCD double underscore on the back end. So underscore underscore James McDonald underscore underscore, or they can find me at james-mcdonald.com. Awesome, bro. I'll add that to the show notes yeah. as well. Cool. Thanks for joining, man. Um, stay on. We'll have a quick chat afterwards, but um, yeah. thanks everyone tuning in and yeah. good to speak to you, bro. It was awesome. Love the chat. Peace.